What up, my fellow Survivor lovers? Welcome to the Survivor Historian Podcast, part of the Challenge Historian Podcast feed. I am your host and born-again Survivor superfan, Jacob Hollibaugh. And today's show is going to be a solo show. So for those of you who are only Survivor Historian listeners and have not been a part of the Challenge Historian world, you may not be used to just hearing me. You're used to obviously hearing me and my wonderful, amazing co-host, Tony. But today, it is just going to be the one person solo pod here and a pretty quick one at that reason being uh my chaotic insane schedule so i apologize to you the listener that you're not going to get to hear tony's opinions and thoughts today i apologize to tony himself for not being able to be here it is all my fault know that it is completely and utterly my fault tony as always was very gracious and understanding as we tried to tried and tried to find something that would fit my schedule over the weekend and could not and then going into today things have gotten crazier then they already kind of were over the weekend here at Challenge Historian HQ with my actual day job and production agency and everything that's going on. So I needed to fit in a very specific time in a very short time window. Tony is actually dealing with uh, 100 kilometer an hour winds coming into his neck of the woods at the moment. Um, and so fingers crossed, he still has power and uh, is able to listen to this at some point after the fact. But uh, things just did not work out, but we did not want to skip a week. And so this was the best we could do. I'm going to hop on the mic here for 15 to 20 minutes, run through a couple quick things from the episode. It won't even be really your full, full breakdown of the penultimate episode, but it was the penultimate episode. It was really good. There were a couple specific things that I just, I had to talk about and we didn't want to leave you without anything for this week. So it's just going to be me for this one. It's just going to be, you know, 15, 20 minutes, a couple key storylines from episode 12, give predictions for the finale. I do have some notes from Tony as far as predictions for the finale and some things from this episode. So you will still get a dash of him mixed in here. And then next week, or, you know, sometime at the end of this current week, as the finale does air in about 48 hours from right now, we will do our full, you know, finale recap podcast. It'll be plenty long. You'll get all the thoughts and you'll probably get some extra thoughts from the penultimate episode anything i don't touch on or if there's something i say during this that tony totally disagrees with i'll make sure that he saves that disagreement for when we're back on the mic together and you'll get to still hear that then so that's the plan for tonight and for the finale recap that will happen um i don't know exactly when because obviously this coming weekend is a holiday weekend i'll be traveling but we're we're gonna find a time it may not come until probably sometime into next week but it will be here at some point i promise you you that and then we'll also likely get back together one more time right around the new year for a kind of full season recap in awards as well that's what's coming up survivor wise challenge wise bfank continues coverage continues on this podcast feed every wednesday night into thursday morning challenge fandom has you covered there as well so as always subscribe follow this Head over, use the show notes to click right over to Challenge Fandom, subscribe, follow there, check out all of the challenge coverage we both have coming from you. And if you are interested in chatting with myself or with Tony about Survivor, about the challenge, anything reality TV wise, or really any anything, probably I'm I, Tony's nice enough. He'll he'll respond to you about anything. I may only respond to challenger survivor related things, but sometimes I'll respond to other things anyways. And so yeah, at challenge historian for me on Instagram, best place to get in touch at biodomer for Tony on Instagram, likely the best place to get in touch. Those are both in the show notes below as well. So that's what we got coming. Let's dive in for a super quick solo recap survivor 45 episode 12. Here we go. 
for the storylines of this episode, I'm not going to do the full walkthrough, just hitting really three high level kind of storylines, things that ultimately matter to the end game and who will eventually win here in a couple of days time when we find out, obviously it happened a long time ago, but the first one isn't actually even really from this episode. It's a correction from last week that I just, I, I was so upset at myself within hours after recording our recap last week that I didn't hammer this point home more. And so I'm going to do it now, which is that Drew lost the game last week. I know he actually lost and was voted out this week, and we will touch on that a bit here in a few minutes, but he really lost last week, and it was highlighted because the next thing we're going to talk about here is that Jake lost this week, I thought, um, because of a move that wasn't done or a strategy that wasn't taken, and I really just wanted to go back and correct the record from last week that as much as we focused on Austin and D and Julie even, it really was all about Drew. It was the Drew lost his chance of winning. He didn't need to tell Austin. And I don't even know if I ever said that flat out, but like he didn't need to tell Austin last week. And that was where I really think he went wrong and his game went downhill. And then within this episode went downhill very quickly is that he didn't need Austin for that blind side last week. He told him because he wanted to stay in confidence with his number one. He didn't totally read the situation hundred percent correct. That obviously Austin is, he's going to tell D he's love struck. He's going to tell her and he didn't need him. He could have blindsided four to three. He would have been able to hold this as, you know, his clean break from the Reba Alliance, his move totally owned it as his move and his move alone away from them. So that no matter what, if he got to a final tribal sitting next to any of them, he could say, you know, when we got the first domino of a player in our group out, it was thanks to me breaking from that group, not using anyone else. Like Austin wasn't involved. No one was involved telling Austin opened it up to not only not working, which it obviously didn't. And then it stopped it from being just his move if it would have worked. And so I just want to go back and correct the record on that. I love Drew. This episode, I the end of this episode, obviously, was very hard to watch. I really, really enjoyed Drew. I really felt more of a connection to Drew the later in the season it got and uh, was, was pretty heartbroken to see him win. Because at some point during this episode, I kind of realized it was maybe going to happen. And I also realized, was I actually, you know, I never really figured out who once Kelly went home long ago. I was actually rooting for, not predicting, but like rooting for to win. It was maybe Emily, it's maybe Jake, but I think it, I realized during this episode it was kind of Drew and uh, and then Drew ultimately got a little overconfident and lost at the end. So that was a sad day for myself, obviously a much sadder day for Drew out on the island. Now, you came here, you're like, what the hell? There's only one host instead of two, and you're telling us we're getting maybe 20 minutes and only part of the storylines, and then you start with something from last week's episode? Yes, I did. So let me now get to this week's episode, which is really only two big things to talk about. That It'll let me touch on a couple of things throughout the episode. But the first one is, as I alluded to, I think Drew lost last week. I think Jake lost this week. Jake lost his chance at the game. Maybe not. Maybe there's still an outside path, but that path, suddenly opened up this episode and then he kind of completely closed it back down or chose not to walk down it or even attempt to walk down it in my mind. His idle search during the episode is such good television. He is just so incredibly likable, such great TV. There were so many quotes, so many little moments within the longer scene, both from him and Julie's idle search while he was supposed to be babysitting and his solo idle search, of course, in his underwear and everything else and the story about, you know, or the reference. He didn't even get the full story. He just kind of gave a smile and then got serious again about his, you know, play and his underwear in college and 
it was all amazing. It was all wonderful. We'll reference a few of the quotes specifically. We will still run through the awards here at the end of this pod, but uh, it's all great. And the pathway opens up for him because he found the idol and no one else knew. And that's just a completely answered prayer. I didn't think he had any chance at winning this game going into this episode. And then when he finds the idol, like, okay, a path has opened. You can use this. You could make a big move. If you can be the reason D or Julie or both go home and it can be like you're doing, you could really have this big, big moment of triumph. You've come back. You'll do what the, you know, the Owen as the most recent example could not do. You'll be the person who just survives and is kind of always on the bottom, never a part of it. And then near the end, they're like, well, you're not a threat. So now you can come with us to the final three. You can be in that position and say, you know what? Once you decided that I could just come to the final three, you left me enough time to do something to earn some votes once I get there. So I thought that path opened up for him, but then he just didn't walk down it. He instead walked down a very different path, a path he's attempted to walk down before and realized it was too overgrown and it wasn't going to work and that he definitely shouldn't have tried again. And that path was that he pitches Katura on going to rocks. For the second time, and he he references it. He says, you know, I tried this plan with Caleb, and it didn't work before, but I think it's going to this time. And that plan before, if you don't remember in that moment, was that he tried to pitch Katura to join he and Caleb and to go to rocks in a situation where then Caleb wouldn't even be going to rocks. He would be safe, and it would be Katura and Jake, and I think there's one or two other people. That would have went to rocks at that point, and Katura was very smartly, <laughs> astutely like, no, don't think we need to do that. Uh, I'd rather just get the biggest threat out of the game right now and not put myself in danger of going to rocks for the biggest threat in the game's survival. So it didn't work before. He pitches her on it again. And again, she immediately goes and tells someone else the plan because she is not, not in love with the plan because it's not a good plan. It's not a plan that will work. It's not a plan they should try. And even if, even if this, if Katura was like, you know what? F it. I'll do it. Julie's like, do it. Let's go for it. Jay Katura, Julie vote. They tie the vote. It's three to three and they go to rocks or they go to a discussion. And Jake's whole thing, his idea behind this all seems to be like, I'm the lawyer here. I can talk one of them into flipping and that will look really impressive. And it's, I don't think that would even be that impressive in the moment. If it happened, I think they would be more of a blame to whoever flipped of like, man, not like holding holding your stomach than it would be to Jake alone if he could have this great speech and convince someone in the moment. I don't think that would even actually work all that well, certainly not as well as if you just used your idol and found a way to pull a big blind side and uh, I'm playing this idol for someone else. The votes don't count and have one of the moments that we've had multiple times this season of all the names being read for someone who they're not going to count for. And then that big moment at the end when one or two votes actually decides it. That's what he needed to do, which means he needed to tell Katura and Julie not to tell D first and foremost, but the, which he does, but the whole thing is they're going to tell D because they need her fourth vote. They think in their head, there isn't the only path here. Isn't we're not tying to go to rocks. The path is to four votes, and D would be the fourth vote. So we have to tell D, and obviously Katura immediately goes and does, and they jump, and they giggle, and they're so excited that they're both on the same page and, and everything else. But if he just tells them that he has his idol, then, and says, look, I've got an idol. I'm willing to play it. So we don't, we don't need a fourth vote. We only need the three. We only need the three of us. I'm going to play it for Julie. We're going to let them vote for Julie, and we're going to save her, 
and get one of them out. And it's going to be a big move. And you let, and when you're talking in three people, you tell Julie, who do you want? She's going to, I think she says Drew. And you say, great, we're going to get Drew out. This is how we're doing it. I'm playing my idol for you. It's just us three. Don't tell anyone else, or this could go to shit. And they wouldn't have told anyone else. And then if you wanted to go a layer deeper, Jake could have then pulled Katura to the side away from Julie and said, hey, I the, the plan is the plan. I'm playing this idol for Julie, but would you prefer Drew or would you prefer D or would you prefer Austin? We can do this completely together. And if I'm playing the idol for Julie, our two votes, even if Julie, you know, throws that vote on Drew or whatever, if you wanted to and wanted to get D or you want to get Austin, whatever, whichever the three, we can do that and make this totally our vote, our idea, our thing, you and me, and both put it on our resume. And I think Katura then would actually pitched a good plan would say, yeah, I think we stick with Drew, but you know, the plan's amazing. Or maybe they decide D is the biggest name they could get. And maybe the two of them vote out D. I don't know, but would any of that worked? Who knows? would telling them of the idol would have, they would just told everyone else that Drew, Jake has an idol and now it's, it's null and void and he's completely utterly lost. That's certainly possible. But I think his only path here to getting this to work and to being the one who either got drew out or maybe got D out or anyone else was telling Katura and Julie about the idol and that he would use it on Julie's behalf. So they didn't need to get any other votes and he doesn't do that. So now I don't think there's anything he can do do with the idol now at final five that sways people enough in my opinion uh tony this was one thing tony and i definitely start disagreed on a little bit from the brief text exchange of notes we had on this episode is that maybe he's got a little bit more of a chance or a, a little bit more of a path than i think i would say for jake we'll discuss everyone's path here at the end but to kind of spoil that maybe if he finds a way to still use the idol to get d out like that's the biggest thing d is the biggest you know the biggest one left by a mile she is the favorite here so if he could still at final five find a way to in a big moment you know play his idol for the person who gets the most votes and then d is blindsided and gotten out instead maybe it can work. I just don't know what scenario is going to come where he can do that. Cause I think everyone's going to target D potentially if she doesn't win immunity. Um, so I don't know, maybe he can also win, you know, fire or final four immunity. Maybe, maybe he's got a shot, but I think this was his moment and I think that he missed it. Then the other big storyline to talk about, maybe one of my, when you couple it with last week's, the inverse of this moment, Maybe one of my favorite things uh, in all of modern Survivor, basically, I was going to say in Survivor for me, but again, my history is, you know, spotty here and missed most of the middle 25-ish uh, seasons of this beautiful, wonderful program, 30-ish seasons of this wonderful program. But in modern Survivor here in 41 on, I feel like this is my favorite thing that has taken place is Dean Austin ending up in this exact same scenario, two weeks apart and each choosing a different path with it. This season has been great overall. I will admit it, it's gotten a little bit more plotting and boring as the Reba Ford dominated this back half, this last third, and stuck together. But it was so worth it, even if there was a few of those votes that could have been more fun and weren't because they stuck together so well. All worth it to get this back-to-back -back situation, Austin D, reverse scenarios. It's incredible TV. It's an incredible display of what I find fascinating and I think is what they are hoping that is fascinating about the dynamic of Survivor, the relationships you you create during the game versus the game itself, how, you know, every question at Tribal Council ends up being about this, especially these last few episodes of this particular season about, you know, like 
how do you weigh, you become friends with someone, you become close with someone, being able to vote them out, when you can vote them out, how you go about voting them out, the whole thing. And this is just such a microcosm of, of, of the specific thing that they're trying, the position they're trying to put people in on this island of you grow so close, living through this situation, this experience with people, but you've still got to vote them out. And it's really hard. And for some people can do it. Some people can't. Some people can do it sometimes with some people, but not others. Some people do it too quickly. The whole thing. This is what the entire game is about. And we get to see it play out between these two, D and Austin, where last week, Austin gets put in the position. If he doesn't tell D, something happens that benefits him in a big way and worsens her place in the game in a substantial way too because she would have finally been out on a vote and not knowing about a vote. Or he tells her, and what happens happens is he kind of knows. She tells Julie, and now my plan doesn't actually come to fruition, and D and Julie's plan does, and my position in the game is worsened, and hers is strengthened beyond where it already was, which was already at the top, and he still chooses to tell her. He's got, because he's relationship, he, he's he's fallen for the girl. He has fallen for the girl. They haven't used the big capital L love word yet, but uh, they're holding hands an awful lot, and they're awful smitten, as we are, you know, said from the production in this episode. And so then we get the reverse and she has the same exact situation he does. And I'm pretty sure she didn't tell him. I mean, we'll find out for sure at the start of the finale, but it seemed as if she didn't tell him that they kind of, you know, they wanted us to be in suspense going to tribal council, but then I'm assuming they they're wanting us to believe as what I do think happened is that she did not tell him based off how they react to tribal council and stuff. We'll know hundred percent for sure at the very opening of the finale episode. And he has to be crushed, has to be crushed, I would assume, because once he puts it all together, that this was literally the same scenario, not just that D didn't tell him something, but that it was the same scenario, like exactly to a T, same scenario, same conversation on the beach. He asks her straight up, who are you voting for? And clearly she lied to him or avoided the question or something in that moment. So we maybe had an inkling, maybe he didn't, but he's got to be crushed. Once he realizes that same exact scenario, she didn't tell him. And even more, because I would bet one of my predictions is that Austin is going to tell her, I would have let it happen. I love Drew, but like, I would have let you do it. I wouldn't have went and told him the way you went and told Julie, because I don't think he would have. He clearly, last week we found out, he picked Julie, or yeah, he picked Drew over, excuse me, he picked D over Drew last week. And I think in this situation, she tells him this info, he would have picked her over him again. And this all would have went down the same. He just would have been in on it and she cut him out. Yeah. And him, him being now, you know, he has been out on back-to-back moves. He's been kind of shocked, been a part of on the losing side of the blind side, back-to-back moves that maybe leaves him without a path to victory. Unless if he sits next to Katura and Jake can win some immunities, fire, is on the right side of the vote the last two rounds. We'll see. We'll talk more about that in a second, but it's looking tough for Austin. D is now the dominant favorite. She's played the best game. She has been the best player all the way through start to finish. Challenges, strategy, alliances, relationships, the whole thing. 100% all around amazing, amazing player. That means, because it's Modern Survivor, she's probably going to lose at five or four because that seems to be the new way. Uh, The best player 
eventually the, the just you can't be the best player without it being so noticeable that you're you're probably going to get out at five or four it's going to be tough for her to get past these she might just have to win <laughs> win an immunity win another one or hope austin does and at least lets her you know win fire whatever but uh yeah it's she's the dominant she's the favorite she's the best player this season we'll actually name after the season no matter who wins tony and i will one of the season awards will be who do you think is the, actually the best survivor player no matter where they finished in the game but uh, spoiler alert, I think my answer is probably D for that. Also, her talking shit at the immunity challenge. Unbelievable. So great. So amazing. Loved every second of it. Obviously, the number one wish for the finale is I want to see if Austin heartbroken. I don't want to see that. But if that were to happen, Austin versus D in fire making, if he's kind of heartbroken and scorned facing the woman who scorned him with the chance to take a million dollars from her. Cause he'll, he'll know sitting there. If D's sitting in that fire making challenge, it's like whoever beats you D's either winning or losing a million dollars on, on fire point blank. And if it's Austin versus D with maybe not a guaranteed million on the line for him, but guaranteed million for her. And he has to be the one to try to take that from her or it's eliminated because, because of her man that's going to be that's going to be some great tv what a moment it could be what a moment i'm hoping for it I, I like both of them but you know i'm i'm rooting for great tv entertainment and drama above all with these shows and so uh here's the hoping that we get to see drew or excuse me jeez d versus austin in final four fire Awards for the episode, uh, real quick, we will run through. We'll still hand out the awards. They're still deserved. And best quote, and some of these uh, were both myself and Tony gave input on these as well. So I think he'll he'll be in alignment with at least, I know he is for sure, on quote and moment here strategy. Um, I'm not positive, but I think there was some obvious, obvious answers for those ones. Best quote, everything Jake said. <laughs> we could Every week we could just be like, best quote, anything Jake said, pick Pick one. That's the winner. Jake gets the trophy this week. Anything he says during his idol hunt, particularly the solo hunt, um, or really both of them, because I love the two in particular I will call out would be during the Julie Jake uh, hunt. We were looking for peppers under rocks. We were looking for peppers, you know, under the leaves and the trees. We were looking for peppers everywhere. You know, I need some spice in this game. Just, yeah, I think there was more peppers re referenced in it. I think I just only wrote down maybe part of it, but just a lot of pepper talk looking for peppers. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And then the during his own search, once he finds it, he puts it in his underwear that he was searching in. My idol is now my crotch idol, uh, which he is not the first to don a crotch idol, but uh, crotch idol is always great, always good for a laugh. And it was a great line. And pick those, pick anything that Jake said during this episode. I also liked his little moment when fine, I'll bite when he's the one that like walks out to watch the little helicopter fly over during the immunity challenge, which was really Really a kick in the face to Drew in particular doing the flyover. I don't know that that was necessary, Survivor producers, but I uh, love that Jake was like, okay, fine, I'll bite. We're clearly supposed to. Maybe production just told them, like, can you go out and look? Like, I'm sorry, we need the shot. So everything Jake did, best quote, best moment. Uh, Katura third wheeling during the date on the sand spit between Austin and D, which was amazing, by the way. The helicopter, the sand spit, the picnic, I mean, unbelievable. If you're Austin, I mean, screw it, dude say you don't want to pick another person be like i pick d sorry jeff do i have to pick another person because i don't want to can i can i choose no one else am i allowed to do that i feel like jeff would have been like are you sure do you do you, you i feel like that's going to make everyone mad and he would have been like yeah i'm sorry i kind of like some private time with d and i i think jeff would have allowed it and it would have been better and you know at this point 
he didn't realize his game was maybe ruined, but uh, it was potentially. So should have done that. Jake's idol search and college play story. The whole thing obviously is moment number two D talking shit during the challenge and after the challenge really love that. And I felt like that was the fortune. That was the moment where I was like, these two are going to do fire versus each other, aren't they? And it's going to be unbelievable. Uh, and then fourth and finally that very end of the episode, Katura, when drew gets voted out saying, see you drew really feebly, just to kind of check the waters of like, wait, is he really not going to turn around? Is he not going to talk? Like he's obviously pretty upset right now. I just love Katura's, you know, Jake finally kept it. Jake didn't say anything. So good job, Jake. Uh, but Katura was the only one who even gave an a, a attempt at speaking words. Let's see you, Drew. And then Drew himself, not saying a single word on his exit, loved it. As I said before, I forget, was it Kelly or whoever did it before? That's the way to go. It, you should be this upset, okay? That's, I'm glad to see, I'm glad to see that. I, I, I believe that it means this much to everyone. I don't love the, oh, okay, I love all of you guys. Great job. Hug everyone now. Now. You do that later. You'll see them all at Ponderosa at the end. You'll see them all afterwards. They'll potentially be lifelong friends. Do that later. So those were the moments of the episode. We're definitely going to give it to Jake's idol search, obviously. Best strategy, D not telling Austin. That's that's the best strategy. Clearly, I think that one's pretty, pretty obvious, pretty standout. And then worst strategy, Drew's overconfidence at the end, certainly. I feel like he just, you know, had no read and I, I didn't love uh I love that he always gives us something at final tribal or final tribal at tribal council. I've never gotten, I've never gotten tired of any of his analogies, stories, anything. Um, I, I love every bit of it. And I love that he's more forthcoming than most in those and actually saying something and giving something away, but he's, you know, it obviously is a tough look when he's that overconfident and then gets voted out. Um, but so somewhere between Jake or between Drew's overconfidence and Jake pitching rocks, but I, I kind of got to give it to Jake. He pitched rocks again for the second time. His idea his big idea was let's go to rocks and it wasn't let's use this idol that I just found. And so uh, one of those is worst strategy MVP of the episode with respect to Jake, who I feel like has gotten second a bunch of times. He's also won multiple times over I think D's the MVP of this episode when you mix gameplay as well as the entertainment of that the scene on the beach with Austin, the the date with Austin and the talking shit during the the challenge, winning the challenge, being, you know, getting another vote to go her way ultimately and then the whole thing. I think D is the MVP. And then finally, predictions. We kind of touched on a few, but just to run through it real quick, the five that are left, how can they win? And predictions for who I think will win. And I've got Tony's prediction here as well. How they can win, and this most of this is, is mine, but is influenced a bit by uh, Tony. So Tony, I know you're listening out there at some point. If, uh, if I misrepresent uh, your beliefs within this, we can obviously correct the record after the finale here. But... Um, there's only one that we kind of disagree on a little bit. So I'll touch on that when I get to it. I'll go in order here of kind of the, the chances I think they could win. Starting with Jake, his path to winning in my mind, there is a path that's just really difficult now. And I thought it would have been a lot easier as we covered. But I think his, his only path to winning at this point is he wins final five immunity. He's safe. And then gets, I mean, he's going to be safe anyways. I think, I think he's at the final tribal council 100%. If he wins final five immunity and then plays his idol for someone and saves them and gets D or Julie out. So whether he saves D or saves Julie, he actually actually saves the person who gets the most votes with his idol. And then is the one voting out the other person. If he can do that and then either win final four immunity or fire and sit next to Austin and Katura, he could, he has a shot. 
He's got to sit next to Austin Katura in my mind. I don't think there's a path to him getting above Julie, certainly not D. And I think he needs to really have this idol be the reason someone stays and someone else goes at final five. As for Katura, I think she needs to for sure be on the right side of the vote, this last vote at final five, maybe win one or even both of the immunity challenges, but probably one of them just to get a win under her belt. Maybe asked to go against a D or Julie in fire at final four. Julie is definitely the fire queen right now of the Island as we've seen in the last couple episodes. So maybe if she's like, I'll go against her and beat her and then be a damn good lawyer at, and kind of the most likable at the final tribal, which I also similar to Jake. I think if she sits next to Austin and Jake, there's a chance if she sits next to Julie or D there's not, I don't think so that's Katur and Jake's path. Austin's this is the one me and Tony disagree. D- Tony doesn't really see a path for Austin almost at all to get there. He thinks if he ends up there with Jake and Katura, there's just as good of a chance, if not better that one of those two has done enough to, and can lawyer their way into it. I would say for Austin, if he sits next to Jake and Katura or be the reason D goes home somehow without Julie's help. But that part seems impossible. Like I don't see any scenario where they D goes home and it was Austin's doing, but Julie also wasn't a part of it. If that, if there's some way for him to finagle that sure, that could give him a leg up and maybe he could sit next to Julie and beat her. But I just, I think that's a literal impossible scenario to create. Um, but if he sits next to Jake and Katura or even Julie, and if he wins the final two immunities, Maybe he's like, Hey, look, I've won a bunch. I've got second, a bunch. I was, I did vote for most of you that got out and he's sitting there next to Jake and Katura or even Julie. I think, I think he's got an argument. If he sits next to D absolute zero chance, Julie don't sit next to D and I think she can win. Don't sit next to D and win one of the final immunity challenges or fire making. And I think she definitely wins. And then D if she's in the final tribal council, she wins. They're obviously all going to try to get her out. I would hope. I think they all have figured this out now later than us, the viewer, who have obviously got the good edit to show us how great of a player D has been. But uh, if D gets there, she's winning. As for then the predictions of what will in fact happen, Tony's side, he wants Jake to win. He thinks D will win. My side, I actually of this final five, I want D to win because I want the best player to win. Uh, and respectfully to very good to great players who have won on Modern Survivor. I think without trying to go through each season, I think the best player, again, as I said earlier, has is, is gone home kind of right near the end a couple of times there. And so really good players, deserving players, of course, have won. Um, but I don't know that the best player has won on a season in a while. And I think D has just kind of unequivocally at this point been the best player through the majority, if not the entire game. And so I want her to win. I think Katur is going to win. I think D and Julie are going to be the two that go out. I think Julie gets voted out. I think D loses fire. And I think at the final tribal council of Katura, Jake in Austin, I think Katura can win. I think the way that they would get to that situation would be boosting for her. And I think she can lawyer. She's got the story. She's got the personality. And I think, were colored a little bit by the fact of how much they just focused on the one storyline of her and and Bruce to not have realized what we started to pick up on in recent episodes of like, she has really good relationships with these people. Everyone really likes her and she has 
been not the leader by any means on almost anything yet, but she has been voting with a lot. She can say I voted for most of you over there on the jury. So if she can do something in these last two that, you know, propels her to that final three versus Jake and Austin, I think she can win. So my prediction is Katura, but I really want to see D win. And Tony's prediction is D, but wants to see Jake win for sure. I'll be happy with any of these people winning. Uh, I'm down for any of these five to get the win. I'm going to feel really good for them. I like all of them that are left. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited for the finale. So that's your pretty quick solo recap penultimate episode. Again, apologies that due to my wild and crazy schedule in life going on right now that we're not able to do this with Tony and give you the full breakdown you deserve, but we will be back for the finale. We'll have Tony touch on anything he disagreed with from this episode or anything we didn't touch on from this episode that is needed. We'll go back and hit it real quick before doing a deep dive on the finale. So look forward to that. It will be coming out. I don't I don't know exactly when. Maybe it'll be a Christmas gift. Maybe it'll show up on Christmas. Maybe it'll be the night, Christmas night. I don't, I don't know. It, we'll, we'll find out. I'm going to be in my hometown where the internet is not exactly Zoom friendly. We'll just say that. So it might be tough to record over the weekend. But if we can, we can. If not, it'll be sometime next week. But we will make it happen. Tony and I will both be here to give you our thoughts. So thank you as always for being here. Follow, subscribe. Use the links to go follow, subscribe, challenge fandom as well. If you want to chat with either Tony or I, those links are down there hit us up on instagram and we will be back sometime over the holiday weekend or next week to discuss the survivor 45 winner the finale looking forward to it until then peace